You're listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer with Gina Militia, one of Australia's leading portrait celebrity and lifestyle photographers. With over 25 years' experience in the industry, Gina is a pro photographer who regularly travels the world shooting for some of the country's top magazines and advertisers. She is author of four best-selling books on photography, runs workshops and mentors aspiring photographers all around the world. In conversation with journalist, interviewer and budding amateur photographer Valerie Koo, Gina reveals what it takes to build a successful photography business, provides a sneak peek into life behind the lens and talks about her tips and techniques to get the perfect shot. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 165 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name is Valerie Koo and I'm here with Gina Militia and we've had quite a little bit of champagne. Sorry. Sorry, but we wanted to make sure that we recorded this mini-sode, this snapshot yeah. for you on where did Lightroom put my files and also completely unrelated <laughs> photographing children's sport yeah so we are making the most of the fact that we're in the same room together yeah. we wanted to bring this snapshot to you and make sure um that you have that you have this episode because so many of you have contacted us and said that you didn't want to wake at a week wait a week for the next episode to drop so we've got this mini so we caught really really going, Belle. unusual where did lightroom put my files and unrelated mm. photographing children's sport yeah so uh jen has um asked a question and she has said i have so some of our minisodes by the way are inspired by listener questions so big shout out to all our listeners out there we love you thank you so much for listening and one of those listeners is jen jen has said I have stuffed up somehow importing photos into Lightroom and need help. My photos are in the library section, but have a little exclamation mark in the top yeah. right-hand corner. Click on this and it says the original file could not be fire, could not be found. If I open in develop, it says this file could not be found. Mm-hmm. I followed the instructions to locate missing files to no avail. Is there any way to retrieve them? Even the JPEGs, are they hidden there somewhere? I normally use Bridge, but decided to try to learn Lightroom. Clearly, I have some learning to do. I have deleted the files from my camera, so I can't redo them. If anyone has any ideas, I would be very grateful. Oh, my God, Gina, like disaster. So do tell what happens next while I... Have more champagne. champagne. All right. So it's critical that um, you understand how uh, Lightroom actually imports images. And the mistake that I made when I first started using Lightroom is when I thought I was importing images into Lightroom, I thought that it physically imported the actual files. No, no. It does not. No. What it does is it actually import it all it does is it's like a viewer. importing images into Lightroom, it's actually just saying that it's pointing to those images. Yes. Okay? Yes. So it's just saying the images are there. So the mistake that a lot of people make is when you create a Lightroom catalog, um, Lightroom is only actually referencing those raw files. So it's really important that you understand how Lightroom imports the data. So basically, um, 
the default location for a Lightroom catalog yes. is in the pictures folder yes. of a computer. Yes. So PC or um, you know Mac. Windows or yep. Mac, yep. it's in the pictures folder. Okay. That's the default location. Now you can change that. You can tell Lightroom to put that catalog wherever you want it to go. So what um, what it does is it takes the images and it creates a preview and it copies the metadata yeah. and the raw data from that file, but yeah. it doesn't actually copy the file across. Okay, yes. The file remains... In where, the pictures folder or wherever you've yeah, sent it. Yeah, wherever you've sent it. So yeah. um, what you're seeing when you open Lightroom is a preview of the file, yes. not the actual file. So uh, Lightroom only references the file. It doesn't store the actual file, and that's where a lot of people get in trouble. I can see okay. how that can be so easy. So when you're importing images to Lightroom from a memory card, Lightroom actually gives you the option. So it gives you two different options. It, you can copy um, via uh, DNG. So Lightroom is going to take your raw images and convert them to a DNG file, which is basically um, Adobe invented this um, because they were worried that there were so many different camera manufacturers creating their, their own versions of raw files that they thought that, hang on, in a few years' time, if these camera manufacturers actually go under, they're going to have all these raw files and no way of reading them. So they wanted to create this universal language. So they created DNG. Okay. Which is like a universal language. Yes. So you can convert your files to DNG if you want to, or... Um, and it's like that universal language, or you can copy them as the original raw file. Now, I choose to copy. I don't change them to DNG because okay. I'm suspicious by nature. <laughs> so um, if you copy, Lightroom takes the images from your memory card and imports them to your hard drive. Okay. Okay. Now, this is my preferred me method of importing images. So yeah. you copy the images and you import them to a hard drive. So again... The default location is the pictures folder. Yep. And uh, each image is uh, placed in a folder according to the date. So the best practice is to store your files together with your Lightroom catalog. Okay. So there's two schools of thought. There's like you create one master Lightroom catalog for all your files. So if you're a hobbyist, yep. Uh, you know, or an enthusiast photographer and you're only shooting every now and then, then have one master Lightroom file. Um, I prefer to create uh, a new catalogue for each job that I do because yep. I'm shooting a couple of thousand images yep. per job. So that's my preferred and I create a new catalogue and I keep the raw files with the catalogue. So okay. when you make a change to your raw file, yeah. You have to make it within Lightroom. Oh. If you step outside of Lightroom and you change your file, it breaks the – Lightroom doesn't – Yes. no longer recognises okay. the file. The, yes. And that's why you get that lost – Right. The broken um, yep. signal. Yep. So yep. it's yep. really important. So – Best practice, store your files together with your Lightroom catalogue. If 
you move images, rename them outside of Lightroom, Lightroom can no longer reference them because right. the original format that you had, you've broken it. So that's what has happened to your files. So yep. that's really important that you understand um, the protocol and how Lightroom yep. imports the files. Such a good tip. Awesome. Okay, great. All right. So um, what can Jen do? Does that mean that if the files are no longer on her camera and she hasn't put them anywhere else or are they somewhere else on her computer? So I, 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 she needs to check her um, pictures folder yep. Yep. and see if they're there. Yep. Um, and so I imagine what she's done is she's imported them and they've gone to the pictures folder yep. or she has... Um, yeah, because she's either imported them off the card, yeah. or and they're, they're somewhere. They're on. Their chances are they're, they're somewhere, somewhere on Jen's computer. So you can computer. do a right click yep. and locate yep. that file. Yeah. Um, but the first port of call would be to look in the pictures folder. Yeah. If they're lost, which is really frustrating and yep. sad and devastating, um, it's that lesson that you you know that every time you import images into your folder that you must actually uh, check where they're being imported and the right hand window in Lightroom is going to tell you exactly where your your files are going and you can nominate the same place to put your file. I've got a very strict uh, file protocol that I follow when I'm importing to Lightroom and uh, I think, um, you know, that's, that's what needs to be done. So you put them in the same place onto an external hard drive with the catalogue that you've created and keep them all together. So chances are they are on your computer somewhere. So maybe even, Jen, if you took a stab at the the number, like img.034, yes. whatever, yeah. take a stab at yeah. what that might be and start searching for yeah. what search that number might on the be. Computer and it might be, it possibly will be in the yeah. pictures folder of your computer, but you might have, might have uh, moved that folder somewhere and, and that'll tell you where they are. All right, great. Now, moving on to something completely different <laughs> about taking photos of kids. Brian has asked, "I've been taking pictures at my uh, taking pictures at my kids' different sporting events and they've, that they've been involved in, and it has bloomed into taking team pictures for the high school as well as the youth leagues around my area, and also senior pictures. Um, so, for those in Australia, that means Year Twelve, yeah. um, and some family shoots. Please give me some feedback on these samples of my." work now brian has uploaded some shots of his work and you can see them at uh in the show notes which you can find at GinaMilitia.com, and they're great so for example there's an image of some kids actually doing some it's either swimming or synchronized yeah. swimming yeah. um there's also a great shot of a girl with her face just sort of half out of yeah. the swimming pool so it's really cool and um and also a bunch of other shots include and and one a, a girl presumably she's an athlete in shot from very low so she appears um, very 
gigantic and heroic in a sense in front of a scoreboard, which I think is a fantastic yeah. uh, kind of shot. Um, so, yeah, Gina, go go ahead. And also a shot of like a footballer and he, he's kind of squinting in the sun, but it's really effective because yeah. it looks really yeah. natural it's, and he yeah. looks kind of it's macho. Yeah, macho. Yeah, that's right. Testosterone. Yeah. So thank you, Brian, for sharing these photos. Yeah, great. Actually, I love them all. I think the – you know what? You've captured these in such a way that you've captured what it feels like to be at the event. And that's what we want to do. And you've also used your lighting so beautifully, like the shot of the – I'd say they're doing um, backstroke. Yeah. Uh, the swimmers, uh, where you've got the light coming through, the water's backlit, and you've um, frozen the action. I think that's um, that's really beautiful with swimmings. You've got the, the high-speed uh, sync with your flash, so you're freezing all the motion, but you've also got uh, – it's not just a clinical image. You've, you've captured the, uh, the water droplets and the light coming through, so that makes that image beautiful. To take that image to the next level, if there's any way – that you can get a longer lens and perhaps, uh, you know, I know it's hard to, to get poolside. You probably need to have permits, but that would be where you'd be hustling to go, look, I'm the dad of one of the, you know, <laughs> that's my kid swimming. I want to be poolside so you can be lower and sort of make us feel like what it's like to be there. You're shooting through the water and not just a spectator shooting from above. You want to be waterside um, getting uh, the action very tight. Uh, the image, I, I I adore this image of the girl in the water where you've got her face uh, reflected in the water and it's uh, such a fantastic low great. angle. I think that's superb. Um, what I want you to focus on is uh, colour balance in this image. It's looking uh, a little red overall, so uh, making sure that if you imported this into Lightroom and did a white balance on the whites of her eyes, uh, I think you'd get a more neutral uh, tone. So that's something that you want to focus mm-hmm. on. But I think creatively, I think you've done a beautiful job on the, in this Great. image and I feel like I'm there. I'm yep. there with her. Yeah, um, sure. All right. So the shot of the, uh, I, I'd say, gridiron player in hard sun, even mm. though he's squinty, I think you've lit this it's really well. a great well. shot. I, I really, really like cool. this shot. It's got a lot of personality. Really in, like uh, it. Val. So, mm. it, again, you're right in there. You're right up in his face mm. and uh, you, you're there. So I think that's uh, got a lot of character and a lot of personality. Mm. So I think, you know, I can't fault it. Well done. Now, you've got, uh, like, maybe a cheerleader here, Val. Would you say? Yeah, uh, she's this, uh, some kind shot. of. So, she's a yeah, she's a very strong girl with attitude, and yeah. I love this shot. You love this shot. That's cool. So I it's do. got a lot of attitude, and uh, you've got uh, the scoreboard yes. in the background, which gives the uh, whole image context, and you've also got the clouds there as well, and the very low angle. Now. Personally, Val, I know you love this shot. I would probably, I just think your angle, and I think it's because uh, you've shot this on probably a wider angle lens, I would go a bit longer. Um, I think that when you're shooting wide at a very low angle, what it does is it tends to make the lower part of the body a lot bigger and the Mm. upper part of the body tends to go smaller, so you tend to get that sort of um, pinhead 
sort of mm. thing going on. So if you shot this with a longer lens, what it does is it makes it look heroic, but it doesn't distort the body quite as much. So I try and maybe try and shoot this on a hundred, or if you have it a two hundred. Like I love the low angle. I'm I'm a fan of it. I do it with a lot of my images. I think it makes everyone look heroic. If you could get a longer lens, shoot it a little bit longer, um, I think it'd make it a cool and and give her a little bit more separation from the background as well, which I think is important. So uh, what I would say is I I love the concept of this shot and what would make me love this shot even more in addition to what Gina has already said and what I reckon would make this shot just become iconic presumably she's at this school or wherever right is if for example because she's against a scoreboard but the scoreboard and you'll you can see the shot in the show notes at gnmilitia.com has no score on it Ah. So I love the concept of it, but what would make this shot amazing and potentially for it to go viral or be used again and again in the future or in the yearbook and that sort of thing is if it was after, presuming, let's say she's with the home team because uh, it's got the scoreboard that's for home and visitor, yeah. if the actual score was up there yeah. and if the home team had just won or had a victory of of any sort, whether it was a close victory or a big victory or landslide victory or whatever, as long as the, she's with the home team and she, or, you know, the winning team, yeah. Um, and that scoreboard was up there. That is an yeah, iconic that's cool. shot. That's a cool idea. Because yeah, it's, yeah, you're it's right. telling a story yeah, it does. and it's capturing a moment. Yep, yep. yep. And, and, and saying so much, particularly if she was somehow involved. She doesn't even have to be a player. She could be a cheerleader. She could even be um, a, 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 a spectator of the winning team. Yep. And that would make it in that quick shot. So, yeah, but great stuff, Brian. I love love your work and I think you've got, um, yeah, there's some, some amazing it. images there. Thanks for sharing. Gorgeous stuff. All right, fantastic. Um, so we need to go Eat. downstairs and have our yep. two-for-one deal. Yeah, two-for-one deal. In the hotel. Oh, I'm so hungry. Um, <laughs> I've got to hurry because it's like, oh, my God, it's late. We're going to miss It's late, yeah. yeah. All right. So where do we find you online, so, Gina? So ginamilitia.com. That's uh, G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A. I'm at Gina Militia on Instagram and Twitter and um, uh, what else, Val? All the things. All the things. And YouTube. I'm, and I'm Valerie Cook. That's K. H-O-O, and we are so hungry. We've got to go. Thanks, Thanks guys. so much for listening, everyone, and we look forward to chatting to you again next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources, and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit ginamilitia.com.